Welcome to the Ketones and Coffee Podcast with Lawrence Munaig, where we explore the ketogenic lifestyle and how it can improve your physical and mental health. Each week, we bring you valuable insights and advice from experts to help you on your journey to a healthier lifestyle. This episode is brought to you by BasicKetogenicLifestyle.com, where Lawrence coaches individuals with depression to reverse their symptoms and achieve a healthier, happier life using an evidence-based approach. So sit back, relax, and join us as we dive deep into the world of ketones and coffee. Subscribe to the Ketones and Coffee podcast today and never miss an episode. Hey guys, this is Lawrence and welcome back to the Ketones and Coffee Podcast and thank you so much for tuning in. I know everyone here that's listening are here because you want to create a sustainable, healthy lifestyle through the ketogenic diet and every single week I try to bring in guests that not only has the knowledge about keto but these individuals has also been through the same trials that we all have been through when it comes down to our search for a better health. We get together in hopes to assist you on your own journey. I'm so excited for this. Our guest today has been on the keto diet for two years and swears by it, by its amazing benefits. She has lost over fit, over 40 pounds and has created a whole new incredible lifestyle around keto and hasn't looked back since. She is now full of confidence, full of energy, and just loving her life through the benefits she is reaping on the keto lifestyle. I consider her a dear friend. I'm here with Suda, better known as Keto Jersey Girl on IG. Suda, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me, Lawrence. Glad to be here. Thank you for being part of the show. We've been in contact since early 2021, and you've uh, you were doing your extended fasting at that time, and and I I was uh, I just wanted to reach out, and you were always so kind to share your experience and your journey. So uh, when I asked you to come on a few days ago, I knew you were going to say yes because you just love to help people that are willing to listen. So thank you for being here. Um, I'd, I'd like to get into your story with food a little bit. We will get to keto in a second. I love what I see from you on IG. And when I watch you and follow you on Instagram, you're just full of confidence, full of energy, loving life in general. But... When I get into your story, like many of us, when before you started your journey, I wasn't. It wasn't always this way for you, right? And you talked about your struggles with weight before keto, and you had said uh, before keto that you had accepted it, right? It's so interesting because yes. many of us is the same way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, can you? And you're also. Uh, I'd like to talk about also being vegetarian, right? and your food relationship at that time and what has led you to changing your lifestyle completely sure definitely um so when i before i started the ketogenic diet um you know i'm a busy mom of two uh you know work uh, a pretty uh high stress job as well so my time is pretty much accounted for any every waking moment um so it's easy to like make sure the kids meals are taken care of and, you know, the day is set and things like that. But I always found myself on the back burner. And what that led to was either eating what I had made for the kids, which I mean, it's delicious, but mm-hmm. mac and cheese or something carb laden. I mean, it had its impact on my um, health, well-being and, of course, weight. So um, eating like the children never really worked 
uh, for me. And I packed on the pounds. Um, I uh, shifted to remote work more uh, uh, quite some time ago, about six years ago. So um, my physical activity decreased considerably, whereas previously I was commuting. I didn't even have that. So, um, you know, as a vegetarian, it's easy to default to carb-laden foods as well. It's really difficult for anyone to enrich their diets with a good mm -hmm. amount of protein. Now, my thought process prior to starting the ketogenic diet was always that, ooh, fat is bad for you. Low fat is better. However, interestingly, uh, growing up in our household, uh, my my dad was a huge believer that like uh, denatured foods like skim milk are probably not good for you. That's not the natural form that they come in. So I always, uh, you know, reached for whole milk and I never understood the obsession with like skim milk and cereal to replace a few meals or anything like that. So, I mean, the adopting the ketogenic diet was definitely a paradigm shift, but maybe a little less so because the Indian diet is full of ghee and good fats, and those are vehicles for spices and things like that. So um, spices, which also have healing properties, like whether it be turmeric or black pepper, uh, ginger, um, culturally or, or specifically in my household, my mother always made sure that we had enough ginger in our diet as well. So when I was reading up on the ketogenic diet, I saw so many people who had tremendous results and, oh man, I wanted to be just like them because I was so hopeless. I didn't know where to begin. I didn't know how I could fit in a healthier lifestyle in the limited time that I had. And I knew that it would probably require me taking some time out for myself to prepare my, uh, a different kind of meal uh, for myself than I would for the children. Um, so I started the ketogenic diet after, um, you know, following a lot of who, uh, people who I consider good friends on the Instagram, uh, community and the keto Instagram community is so wonderful. Everyone is so supportive. And I was kind of like lurking and like looking at posts and liking posts yeah. for about eight months <laughs> before mm, I, I was like, mm. I can do it too. As a vegetarian, I don't even eat eggs. Yeah. Um, so I was like, how do I do ketogenic diet? Because there's so yeah. many different types of keto diets, right? There's carnivore. There's uh, people mm. who um, do egg fasts. And, uh, but I, w I wasn't finding as many vegetarians. However, mm. I found that there is a way to add more fat into the diet, whether it's through uh, dairy. So uh, dairy is okay. So through uh, good cheeses. Uh, organic heavy cream through uh, ghee and butter, grass-fed butter. So all these different vehicles to get more fat into my diet. And in terms of protein, um, mm -hmm. paneer is a great source of protein. It's a uh, Indian farmer's cheese or cottage cheese, um, which is uh, readily available in places like Whole, uh, Whole Foods or other grocery stores. Not a plug, just saying. I, it's not like uh, you need to go searching for it as you would have maybe a few years ago even. So um, I was able to uh, track my macros uh, using an app. I set, uh, set it up according to my weight. I um, 
set it according to how much weight I intended to lose, uh, finding out some guidelines along the way of like, you don't want to lose more than 10% of your body weight in any given week. So um, at 150 pounds, you shouldn't aim to lose two pounds a week, maybe 1.5 is a healthier rate of loss. So there's a lot of learnings that uh, I had along the way after starting as well. Uh, you know, I would have um, snack plates of like a, a coffee with heavy cream, a cheese, a few pecans, maybe uh, a square of dark chocolate. I mean, that was an easy, quick fix if I uh, was in a bind. And then for dinner, I would uh, reach for like low carb vegetables like green beans or green vegetables or cauliflower along with uh, butter and cheese and just made sure that like I was hitting my macros each and every day. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, let me tell you about this delivery service that's been a total game changer for my lifestyle. Did you know that it's now possible to get local fresh groceries delivered right at your doorstep? Well, Instacart gives you unlimited grocery delivery for one low monthly fee. And if I can avoid buying non-keto-friendly items from supermarkets who psychs you into buying unhealthy foods, plus if it saves me a lot of time and money, sign me up. Instacart is hand-selected by shoppers based on your preferences, so no more rock-hard avocados, and they will keep your eggs safe too. And Instacart will find everything you usually buy and get smart suggestions for new items. And you can get your first order today delivered for free when you purchase over $35 by following the link on the show notes below to let Instacart know that I sent you and to help to support the show. Instacart, never step foot in the grocery store again. So I'd like to go back because what I... What was the goal for you at the time? Um, you know, now given it took you eight months to switch into the ketogenic diet, was that because you want to just research on what keto diet is, or because it's the same for me, right? I I've been keto for a year, and I've always looked at uh, the carnivore diet, and I I know the benefits, but it's just really hard for me to dive in finally uh last week i started the the carnivore diet but what was it for you that ultimately um gave you that go ahead to finally start the ketogenic diet and then what was the goal at the time yeah that's a great question there was actually an inciting incident uh being as uh, young as i am i pulled my back one day. Mm. And I was like, I'm far too young for this. I, I cannot be pulling my back at, uh, you know, in my mid 30s and like, pretending like that's okay. And I, I would have to admit, I think it was weight related. And I was not okay with that. So eight months of watching, answering these questions in my mind of, does it work? Can I make it work for me? And then finally making the leap. That's what I was uh, focused on, but then I had, mm-hmm. you know, this health issue spring up, and I was like, "Oh, something has to change. I'm better mm-hmm. than this. I deserve better than this." So now, when you've uh, decided to switch to the ketogenic diet, and you know there was a way for you as a vegetarian to finally make that leap, what was it that? What was your first impression about keto uh, in the beginning? Because I know a lot of people talk about how fat was um, the thing that really stopped them in the beginning, just made them a little bit 
more cautious about the ketogenic diet. Um, like myself, I before I started, I looked at fat as the enemy, right? Um, and when I heard about the ketogenic diet, what fat? Like, I I I when I hear fat, what comes to mind is just you know clogging my arteries or um, you know heart disease or whatnot and it did fat had the same effect on you i know you talked about healthy fats um like ghee and and other stuff that um you already incorporate with your diet but what was it that really uh made you double think or think twice about uh the ketogenic diet in the beginning yeah, definitely. So I'm um, no stranger to diets. I did a, a, a protein-rich diet in my 20s. That worked for me. Um, for some reason, I, I didn't think I could make that work again. And then um, actually, maybe a year after having my second child, I tried a very low-fat diet. I'm talking no oil, no fat, no milk, mm. no dairy, n- nothing that had fat in it. And I was miserable. And I, I just, I couldn't adopt a low fat, no fat diet. That was for sure. Mm. And um, it's interesting. A friend of mine joked with me and said, wow, well, keto and cheese is fat. You must be living your best life right now because she knows how much I love cheese. So I said, Mm. yeah, of course. I mean, I, I just, that was the best part of the ketogenic diet of like mm-hmm. all the different cheeses. And that wasn't like taboo anymore. Uh, I-, I loved it. And, you know, I found some more benefits along the way, um, you know, in addition to like trying brie and like fondue and things like that. Um, mm. The benefits that I found were uh, since I'm n- I wasn't eating uh, gluten or wheat, mm-hmm. I-, I felt like, uh, previously where I would have like a, a sniffle or maybe the uh, beginnings mm-hmm. of a cold, I wouldn't mm-hmm. feel that way any longer. So there are these mm-hmm. other like benefits that I didn't even n- know about that I was discovering yeah. along the way that kept me going. Do you remember what you felt when you switched from keto in the first week or did it, how long did it take for you to um, see these benefits? And for carnivore, it took, like maybe a couple of days for me to see the benefits. Like I was after a couple of days on carnivore, it had the same, it had the same feeling like when I was doing fasting, like I, I think the longest that I fasted was 72 hours and it gave me the same feeling on the carnivore diet. Mm -hmm. And so that was interesting to me. I know, um, I was, uh, I was watching a podcast uh, with, you know, Joe Rogan podcast, and um, he had somebody on that was talking about uh, car- how the carnivore diet may be. This, and this is a theory, right? Maybe uh, have the same effect of what fasting is without being hungry, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember that time when you said, this could be my lifestyle. This is a lifestyle for me because I cannot go back to that uh, feeling feeling low energy and feeling 
bloated all the time. What was that time for you? Can you describe that time, that moment when you realized that this is your lifestyle now? Yes, of course. Um, there were a couple of uh, things, a couple of points where I really enjoyed the ketogenic diet and mm -hmm. I saw it as like a long lasting lifestyle. Uh, one of them was like maybe three weeks to a month in, I felt the clarity, I was losing weight, other folks were noticing it just, I just wanted to keep going. And I mean, since it took so long for me to finally make the leap, I was going to give this a fair shake. And mm -hmm. one month, is what I gave myself. And, you know, that typical saying of it takes one month for you to notice, uh, two months for, uh, you know, for the change to be seen and three months for others to notice. I really just wanted to be all in for one month and then make it all the way to three months. So mm -hmm. uh, the clarity of mind, not being hungry right after eating like I was when I was on a carb rich diet, the hunger, I, I didn't understand I was eating enough but I was always hungry. So there was like a definitive beginning and end to my hunger and state, uh, being satisfied. So I was really happy with that on the ketogenic diet where I didn't feel like food ruled me and I was looking forward to my next snack or my next meal. And I was able to do other things. So that was great for me. In addition to that, um, my mom was diagnosed with diabetes mm. and you know, it's kind of like looking into your very own crystal ball, right? Uh, 30 years down the line, this is, if that, right, given that yeah. I feel like, uh, you know, the poor lifestyle and the standard American diet accelerates these kind of uh, genetic predispositions, um, maybe 30 years, maybe 20 years, I'm probably going to be in the same boat. And um, I didn't want to be there. You know, uh, every physical that I went to with the doctor, the doctor would say, well, you know, you could really lose some weight, do portion control and work out. And, you know, you could lose weight. And I was like, <laughs> live my life, please. Like, try to do portion control eating carbs and let me know how yeah. that works. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, living a ketogenic diet, knowing that I wasn't on this, like, uh, roller coaster that was linked to sh uh, sugar and insulin production, mm. I was so much happier. And seeing my mom and she's living a low carb lifestyle as well. I'm like, either I choose to do it now. And I'm mm. a very strong willed individual, I'd rather choose than have a doctor tell me what to do. So I said, I'm going to choose this lifestyle now and live a very healthy life for the rest Man. of my life. It's it's so interesting how it really has to take like a big event or a big setback for us to realize that we have to make a change in our lives, right? Mm -hmm. You know, everybody that I talked to on this podcast had failed, had their health failed them, their lifestyle failed them, and not one chose keto just because they want to you know they want they wanted because they just want to change everybody has failed everybody had realized that their previous lifestyle isn't sustaining them for a long time mm -hmm. and so i talked about this with so many people that has changed their lifestyle it's just 
it's just the nature of it. We have to go through that to realize that this is better for us. Now, uh, given what was you said you wanted the goal was to lose weight at the time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I always want to talk about like what did other people say about you changing your lifestyle? Like people around you, friends around you, family around you, even how what was that like for you? Having to, you know, if you're going in a gathering with family members, how how would you tell them that, oh, I can't eat that? How, how do those play out for you? Yeah. Um, you know, I received a lot more support than I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, there were people who did not understand or could not understand how I could give up carbs or live mm-hmm. a, a ketogenic lifestyle. Uh, but for the most part, I received a lot of support uh, to the extent that we had holiday get togethers and, you know, f- um, family members would make sure that I was taken care of in terms of what I could mm. eat. I would always bring something as well. Um, yeah. And friends also, they were like, hey, so what do you eat now? I made sure you have something so that you can stick mm. to your goals. I think, you know, the best part about setting a goal and being um, strong in your resolve is that everyone kind of conspires to support you. Now mm. there are like comments, like, I don't think I could ever give up carbs to which I laugh. I'm like, this is like, you didn't know how much I loved carbs to, to give it up. Right. Like, and I did it. So anyone can, it's just a matter mm. of a mindset mindset shift. And um, I'm really thankful for the amount of support that I received, to be honest. And on the topic of goals, um, you know, I, uh, when you and I first met earlier this um, earlier this year, mm-hmm. I was uh, really trying out extended fasting and incorporating that. And I think it's important to like start small and evolve your mm-hmm. goals too, right? Like yeah. as a added benefit of the ketogenic diet, I found clarity. I found skin uh, and cell renewal, right? I was like, well, if I add fasting, I could do that at an even better rate. So let's try it out. So yeah. I tried a 60 hour fast and it seemed insurmountable. And, you know, the comments that I received from friends like, wow, you're really like Mahatma Gandhi here, like fasting and all yeah. that. <laughs> and I'm like, well, just like have fun with your life and see what works yeah. and see what doesn't. Right. If you're 10 hours into a fast and the hunger just takes over, that's OK. No one's sitting there in judgment. You know, you can either try again or realize what's not for you. Um, I tr- I tried out a few different workouts as well. Some things worked, some things didn't. I finally found something that works. So I feel like now I've reached a point where I'm having so much fun on this like wellness journey that I'm able to like incorporate whether it's extended fasting or, um, you know, then I find out about a fasting app and then there are fr- mm. friends in the Instagram community who fast. So sometimes we fast together. It's just, it's so much fun, you know, especially when you add in the community aspect. And then now I've started working out and I uh, go to a gym and work out and I have a whole different group of people that I interact mm. with. And, you know, we yeah. have a different uh, kind of conversation. It's just every step of the way, I'm, I'm having fun on this journey. Mm. And I, I encourage anyone who's like, 
you know, kind of on the fence about the ketogenic diet or uh, on the fence on starting any anything on their wellness journey, just take the first step and have fun with it. You know, when I was looking at your story, you mentioned a lot about your struggles with balancing work with your life and you were able but now you were able to join other activities you talk about the gym you talk about being in the community talking to the community you talk about mindset was it just the mindset now or was it that what because now you you have you could do so many things now that you couldn't imagine doing before so What's what? What has been the difference since uh, you were on the ketogenic diet? Why why could you now do these things? Why could you now do these other things? What was that one thing now that you think that you could point to? Okay, I have I have this now. Did you have more time, or was it just mindset? It was just mindset. It was hundred mm. percent mindset. And every time, like. I think about something that's possible and I reach like a milestone in reaching my ultimate goals. Mm -hmm. I, it just encourages me. It's interesting that like inaction is more demotivating, right? Mm -hmm. And action doing little things, you know, without really seeing the results initially is what adds to the motivation. And, you know, um, I have a few people who tell me that like, wow, you, it seems like you've hit a midlife crisis. I'm like, no, my midlife crisis is behind me. When mm-hmm. I stepped on the scale and I realized that my weight was only going up and I, was, I wasn't feeling good about myself, I uh, would never wear colors. I started wearing mm-hmm. only black because that's what I felt mm-hmm. comfortable in. Mm-hmm. At what point, you know, did we wake up and say, enough is enough. My life is, I, I'm so much, mm. I'm worth so much more than this. And I deserve so much more. It is a crisis. Mm-hmm. Ring the alarm bells and just mm-hmm. make the decisions to live a better life. What part of this is just, you know, you said building up your, you know, having to decide, you know, having good decisions after good decisions is building up this lifestyle. How, how much is, you know, carbs a part of, you know, just being because for me i when i started the carnivore lifestyle i didn't know that when you switch from keto to carnivore you would still have that a little bit of a withdrawal right there was a little bit of carbs still right i experienced you know huge cravings when i started i actually blame carbs for being lazy depressed uh low self-esteem yes, and having no focus, mm-hmm. right? What was your, exp- what do you think has carbs played in a role uh, in your past uh, lifestyle? Like you didn't have energy before. What, how, how huge is carbs a part of that? Yeah. Um, so in terms of, you know, how we soothe ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if someone smokes, oh, that, that that's just not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Smoking kills, you know, um, or someone drinks like, oh, mm-hmm. perhaps, you know, you should lay off the bottle. 
that that's that's not good either but somehow food is an acceptable tool to soothe ourselves and i found myself reaching to food to you know placate myself or soothe myself or you know if i didn't have a great day or if i was stressed out or if i wasn't feeling great about myself or some situation it would be easy to reach for carbs it would be easy to reach for uh like the worst kind of carbs too, like the really like processed foods. I mean, can anyone sit and have only one chip? No. Can anyone sit and only have those uh, cookies, right? Yeah. That, you no, know, that, that's not possible either. So, um, and I mean, it's, it's a complicated relationship with food. Um, and now I'm just a lot more mindful of, you know, where my thoughts are going, how I feel, um, and actually, like on this keto journey, I set an intention for myself at the beginning of this year that I want to be more mindful, mindful in my eating, I can achieve that, but mindful in my thoughts, and how my thoughts are affecting my actions, right? And how I, uh, you know, why do I even need to soothe myself or de stress? So, um, and just to come back to it, I think it's easy to reach for food to kind of escape from a, a problems but mm -hmm. perhaps it's not the escape perhaps it's dealing with you know whatever life has to offer every day is mm -hmm. different i'm not saying i'm going through anything major even the slightest stress oh you know the kids are late to school oh no right yeah. like that's a big deal <laughs> or some or anything like that or like i have a big meeting that i need to prepare for Th that could be a huge stressor it, it doesn't need to be yeah. huge or like life-changing but all those little little stresses kind of add up so managing that and not yeah. reaching for food and the bad kinds of food yeah and when, when you do reach for that for that bad habit that you had you know even though you know you're going to be guilty afterwards you still do it and it yeah. be, just becomes a cycle after that and if you don't stop that if you don't put an end to that mm -hmm. It's just going to be going on and going on because when you soothe yourself with food, now you relate feeling good with food, right? Yeah. And now you do it again. You do it again. Every time you're down, every time you're, you're stressed at work, every time you just anything that makes you feel bad, emotional, you you kind of relate feeling good with food and now after even if you know you're going to be guilty afterward you still do it because you want to soothe yourself at that moment right yes. and it's just become a cycle and it's hard to break that cycle it's hard to break that cycle it really is yeah you know not i i can attest to that because you know before keto I would reach for food for to soothe myself. Whenever I'm stressed, I would reach for food. I would buy I would buy junk food. I would buy and then afterwards you would be so guilty and you would feel the same emotions again and then you you would reach out for food again. And it's just this cycle of never-ending emotional uh instability mm -hmm. that if you don't put us put a break on, it would just pile up on you and next thing you know you're you can't go back so i am so glad that you've found keto to be uh 
um, the lifestyle now. And I want to talk to you about fasting and how did you get started with fasting and um, what was the longest uh, extended fasting that you have done so far? Sure. Yeah. Um, fasting was something that I, again, came across through, um, the Instagram community, a f yeah. uh, few people that I follow and who are now my friends were big into fasting. Uh, one of my, um, friends, he even did like a month long fast. And I was like, maybe I, I could try that, but let me try what works for me <laughs> first. Mm -hmm. So I tried like 60 hours to begin with just thinking like, hey i mean we're always like inundating ourselves with food and like you know every meal every snack like it's always like what's next even even on a ketogenic diet while that might be to a lesser degree i thought let me try this out and so i tried a 60 hour fast i mean i kept it simple you know there's different fasting approaches as well um I, I need a cup of coffee with a little bit of heavy cream in the morning. So I, I never cut that out. I always had mm. that little bit of uh, fat uh, incorporated, but not enough to kick me out of uh, this, the fasting benefits. Mm. So I tried that. Um, I did that for, I think, three months. And I always listen to my body. Like the first two months, like uh, I, I did one month, I did a 60 hour fast. The next month I did a 60 hour fast. Now, the third month I tried a 60 hour fast and my body was like, Oh, I don't think you could do it this time. And I said, okay. So I, I stopped at midway and I, I resumed my, um, you know, eating keto after, after that. So, um, I dropped down to like maybe 60 hours of fasting every couple of months now. Uh, and it's fun. We have the app, um, you know, I, I watch, uh, you know, my fat, I, I, I live at home with my family, so they, they continue to eat and mm -hmm. I just, uh, either find a different activity or, you mm -hmm. know, just, uh, yeah. read something or something mm -hmm. like that. Drink Go something. through a preparation for you before a 60 hour, Six, a 60 hour fast. Um, so I always have that cup of coffee with cream in the morning. That's like, mm -hmm. I need that. Even So 60 hours, let, uh, it's easy to start. So Sunday night, let's say my dinner ends at around 8, 8.30, right? Mm -hmm. uh, or even 9 o'clock. That means I'm breaking my fast on Wednesday morning at 10 a.m., mm -hmm. which is actually like two and a half days and uh, three nights and two days of fasting. So for most of the time, I'm actually sleeping. So uh, that's how I kind of like... Uh, made sense of it and was able to develop that schedule. And, um, so after the coffee, I would always have my electrolytes. I take a magnesium in pill form. I take, uh, potassium in an electrolyte supplement. And, uh, I would, uh, constantly have, um, either water with some salt or sea salt. I, I'm a big believer in having different kinds of salt, whether it's pink salt, sea salt or iodized salt, right? Iodine is very important for thyroid and thyroid mm -hmm. regulation. So I don't want to cut that out either. Um, so I'm drinking a lot of liquids. Now, uh, herbal tea is definitely an option. I'm not a mm -hmm. huge fan of herbal tea for whatever reason, but I like my salt. So mm -hmm. um, what I would do is have like a 
a can of um, soda water or seltzer with a little bit of salt and a little bit of lemon juice. So it's tasty. Mm. I feel like, you know, it's changing it up for my taste buds. And that's a refreshing drink. I would have black coffee as well. (laughs) Yeah. And then I was like, well, what if I feel like having something hot? I started this fasting in in the dead of winter uh, and Mm. winters in the Northeast are pretty intense. Mm. So I made a broth, like a vegetable broth with uh, salt and dried spices, uh, maybe just one tablespoon of um, uh, butter for the entire batch. Mm. So I'm sipping Mm. this over the course of like two days. The first day I really Mm. didn't feel like I needed broth, but the second day I would sometimes feel like I was dragging. And then this broth Mm. just uh, re-energized me because um, I would put whatever vegetables I had on hand, Mm. like onions, celery, uh, zucchini, green vegetables, low carb vegetables, but then strain it and just drink the liquid. And Mm. it's a nice, refreshing, hot drink, you know, whether you drink it with a spoon or in a mug. And so I, that's how I find that I keep things interesting. And I, I I feel like I'm always like innovating, you know, finding innovative ways to incorporate like zero calorie drinks uh, into my fast. So at what, yeah, sorry. At what point do you, does hunger the worst? Like at what point of the sixty hours is? Uh yeah. I you. would I would say like the first morning waking up, mm. and then maybe around if I can around ten eleven a.m. Mm-hmm. Like after I've I I had my coffee at like seven or eight o'clock, and then at around ten or eleven, I'm like oh not gonna have food for a while that's okay yeah. i can, I can when do does this. it get easier when does it get easier oh towards the second day in the, the uh, middle of the afternoon mm. it's like wow why did i eat so much mm. ever mm. like i don't need food i'm this is amazing <laughs> and it sounds so crazy and believe me when i i say this like i love food i am a foodie so to really like rejig my relationship with food and understanding that fasting and abstaining Mm -hmm. from food can actually be Mm -hmm. liberating was something Mm -hmm. that I learned along the way through the course of these Mm -hmm. uh, different 60 hour fasts that I did. Your first meal, what would be your first meal after? Or because for me, the first day, oh, I mean, the first meal was soup, but but it didn't take me to eat like a huge meal uh, right after. But what was it? What was your first meal every after you're fasted? Yeah. Oh, my first meal is always like a snack, a fast mm. breaker. So something um, light-ish. So maybe mm-hmm. a handful of peanuts, mm-hmm. some uh, three or four cubes of cheese, and then maybe some berries, whether it's raspberries or a couple of strawberries, just to you know, get the palate acclimated to eating again, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I, that's what I always uh, aim for as a fast breaker. And then um, my follow-up meal to that would be like a larger meal, whether it's like a, a salad with a good amount of cheese and um, things like that, like just a little more fat in that. What would you say to people that would, you know, for me, after I fast, like the last time I fasted it was 72 hours, you tend to overeat, right? Because you haven't eaten for 72 hours. 
what strategy should we apply when you say we i say me should i apply to make sure that i don't overeat like what do you do have a variety of flavors for your taste buds mm. i think that really mm. helps and like starting off with a snack and knowing like perhaps like everything that could fit in my hand is all that is going to break my fast like mm -hmm that's going to be a very slow breaking of the fast because there's only a few cubes of cheese. There's a few berries, a few nuts, right? It's like savor each moment and just like reintroduce the food slowly. It's not like it was a marathon that was just completed. It's just re I, I joke with my husband actually. And I say, Oh, I'm rejoining the eating population on Wednesday. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it is a lot to like not eat yeah. for a few, uh, for uh, two days. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, for sure. And man, there's a lot of things about fasting, the benefits of fasting that, um, well, first of all, it's been around for a millennia. I don't know when it started, but you know, all of these ancient uh, religions still practices it, right? And um, it's been well documented of what fasting can do for our bodies. It's just really hard to incorporate now with all of these things that, you know, other things that we've come up with, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, with processed foods and everything around you just, um, just isn't uh, putting you on uh, the best position to be successful in this lifestyle. So, I'm just so happy that we both have, you know, found this lifestyle and, you know, we looked at, we look at our old life now and like, what is the difference you've seen in yourself? Like, I see you super confident now and just, just, just full of life. How different are you now compared to where you were before keto very different very mm -hmm. different where you know that lack of energy kind of ruled mm -hmm. me I, I would be mm -hmm. limited by my lack of energy I wouldn't have you know enough energy to do the things I needed to um I just I I can't I don't even want to look back anymore mm -hmm. because that 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 was a different person and I'm a different mm -hmm. person today. And I, th I think the most encouraging things are um, my husband joined me on this keto journey mm. about six months in. Nice. And, yeah. And he was like, wow, this really works. And, uh, <laughs> and really, yeah. And it was a huge paradigm That's shift awesome. for him to understand that fat is not the enemy. And, well, but he saw it working for me and he yeah, loved it. Yeah. So, I'm really so what was it that, that uh, ultimately pushed him to make a change? What was it? When the, when was that day? Do you remember that day when he said that? You know, I don't remember exactly, but I think he was watching me and watching mm. how much fun I was having with this and like that I could change my life and mm -hmm. he didn't want to miss out. And I, I was yeah. never the type to, you know, like do a lot of rah-rah around it or yeah, like, yeah. you know, tell him he should join me or anything. I was like, mm -hmm. the time will come. No worries. Yeah. <laughs> and it did. Man, I'm so happy for you, both of you, first of all. And man, that was, that's huge because having, you know, 
both of you on this diet or on this lifestyle is so much better than just you being on it, right? It's just makes it a lot better. The the household is uh you don't see any, you know, wheat grain whatever mm-hmm. in, in the house so it's so much better oh man this has been a blast thank you once again for coming on sharing your story i'd like for my listeners to be able to reach out to you whether it's uh you know vegetarian keto or fasting mm-hmm. where can they find you yep i'm on instagram at keto underscore jersey underscore girl definitely uh reach out to me follow uh, like my pictures reach out if you have any questions i'm always uh, happy to help Yes, she's so always happy to help and uh, she's always willing to help to anyone that wants to listen. Before we end it, I'd like to do some fun Q&A. Something that we've done. So if you would go on a day trip, days on the road, right? What do you bring with you as a snack? Oh, that's great. Um, I usually take a variety of nuts, like maybe some spiced Mm. uh, peanuts, uh, Mm. pecans, a little bit of dark chocolate, um, uh, sometimes some bars or protein shakes along with me and uh, definitely good, good things to um, good beverages along the way. So whether it's like mm-hmm. uh, seltzer water or, um, you know, drink mixes and things like that, like mm-hmm. I'm definitely packing a huge bag of snacks for the road trip. <laughs> awesome. I love it. Um, list five must have items in your grocery list. Oh, cheese. <laughs> butter heavy cream uh in addition to that of course uh you know green vegetables i love broccoli i love cauliflower green beans um and nuts like uh my ultimate favorite are pecans walnuts mm. yeah mm. awesome and well thank you so much again for coming on sharing your journey Suda I really appreciate you and uh, sharing your journey to everyone here that's listening uh, reach out to Suda at keto underscore jersey underscore girl right yep uh, did I get that right thank you so much again <laughs> for coming on and uh, we'll talk to you soon okay thanks so much for having me pleasure to be here Bye-bye. thank you bye Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to another great episode here on the Ketones and Coffee podcast. And we've had such a pleasure of hosting yet another amazing guest here, guys. If you're eager to learn more about the secrets of succeeding on the ketogenic lifestyle, be sure to check out the show notes. As a special treat for our loyal listeners, I'm offering an exclusive opportunity for a free consultation call. Discover how you can achieve success on the ketogenic lifestyle by simply 
referring to the details provided in the show notes. Take advantage, guys, of this unique chance to enhance your journey to a healthier you. And stay tuned for more captivating episodes. And until next time, guys, keep embracing the power of ketones.